At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. You want us back? We are back, beginning hour number three, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Amal Shaw. I said, oh, no, because the Colts leading 3-0, in control with the ball. Nick Foles' five just happened. Well, I think we got a little pick, and we got a reverse skate. Oh, it was a strip sack fumble. And when was the ball out for sure, Dave? Ball, I didn't ball see is it. out. Ball's out, return, scoop, and score. And right now, PAT pending Bills have the six to three lead. The, the, it's it's preseason football, so these these are the tough things to handicap, right? So Foles is looking the other way; he doesn't see that the blitz coming from the right side, and bam, the veteran gets had, and it looks like that scoring play is going to stand. Six thirty three to go, PAT pending, and right now it is six to three. And I believe in UFC San Diego, we just had a huge upset. Ode Osborne was a $3 betting favorite against Tyson Nam. And we were watching a little bit of this all in break. Tyson Nam was just laughing at Ode Osborne. And Ode went for a kick, missed it, and a right hand flush. And Tyson Nam finished it with right hands and multiple punches. Jason Herzog, the official, pulls Tyson Nam off. There's your first big upset of the day as Tyson Nam gets that finish. Wow, and what a finish it was. So just like last week, so far, the UFC fight cards are beginning with spectacular finishes here. And look, he, he knew something, because normally I don't like it when I see a guy laughing at another guy. Right. He was actively laughing at Ode Osborne, like, you can't hurt me. Guess what? He was right. Big upset caches if you had Tyson Nam as the uh, official dis- uh, decision of TKO. Okay. KO will come later. I can't believe how quick it was, because I looked away. I'm looking at the baseball on the screen right now, seeing McClanahan really struggle post-All-Star break right now, and especially since I got the Rays' run line today. I'm just hoping to get back to a one-run lead so I can take uh, – I have plus 120 on the run line. I'm hoping to take uh, Baltimore the other way here mm. to get off this thing. But I'll tell you what, Dave, you're sitting there going, he's laughing at him. Next thing I know, you're telling me the fight's over. <laughs> I didn't see it. Just like that, as quickly as we the scoop and score, we get a knockout. Another one uh, in that UFC card. We'll keep you updated uh, with everything going on in the world of sports as it happens here on Visa and see how those numbers change. Fader follow time. And these are, again, presented by BetMGM. And you look at some of the NFL awards that are out there. And I want to start off with the biggest liability that BetMGM has for Coach of the Year. 
Last year, it was Mike Vrabel. I don't have a vote. I should. But I don't have one. I would have voted for Vrabel. No, the reason you don't have a vote is because you would have voted for Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Every year. Every it's, like, it's like the all-star balloting <laughs> yeah, back in the days where you exactly. used to go and you could vote as many times as you wanted. You just punch those cards for Mike McCarthy. The biggest liability is Dan Campbell of the Detroit Lions. And I thought they got it right. I thought the voting was right. I thought Mike Vrabel, remember, it's a regular season award. It's not what Tennessee did in the postseason. In the regular season, I thought that the Titans got the most out of that club to get the number one seed in the AFC. Now, I don't know what Dan Campbell has to do to get that award. I think if they make the playoffs, he's a lock to win this. Right now, he's 12-1 uh, to 1 I, at BetMGM. I'm going to tell you, I'm a big Dan Campbell fan. Uh, he was with the Cowboys for three years. Mm-hmm. I covered Dan very nice, very accessible. The only thing I see negative with Dan Campbell is he went to A&M. <laughs> Other than that... Uh, Gig him. Yeah, please. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm a huge fan. I love the energy and the enthusiasm. You know, the term players coach gets thrown around a little bit too much. I don't know if there's a more players coach in the NFL than Dan Campbell because he's gone through the physical rigors. I think the tight end, you know, is probably the one position that understands the entire offense as well as a quarterback or anybody else, probably if not wetter. You got to go through the better because you got to go through the blocking scenarios. You got to be able to catch the ball. There's so many different scenarios you're involved in the run game. So you know which which D lineman or yes, linebacker, exactly. second There's level so that you're trying to get things. to. Yeah, exactly. And and so I just love his attitude. I love love the way he is. Um, brings that energy and that enthusiasm. Look, this team still they did well uh, with the draft pick in uh, uh, Aiden Hutchison. Jeffrey Akuda has been injured. Let's what about see. Sewell last year? He's good. He's very good. Second Taylor Decker player, on the line. Good. They're a big promise quarterback. Uh, I like the kid out of Auburn that they have there at the tailback position. I'm drawing a blank out of his name. By the way, Dave, that's one thing with me. I have a really bad habit. I forget everybody when they get to the league. I know where they went to school. I, I know where they went to school. <laughs> oh, I, I know you know. I, the, I don't know where they're playing now. I don't even know who their names are, but I'm like the kid from Auburn. <laughs> yeah, I know that kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I do that too. But it is interesting because I think what we're seeing here, it is the hard knocks effect. Like you mentioned player coach. Well, look at his staff. It's all former players. Yeah. Mark Brunel is quarterback's coach. Aaron Glenn, if you remember him in his Jets days, you know he's the D coordinator, right? And you got Deuce Staley out there with the running backs. And you know Deuce and, and Aaron Glenn are going at it like they're still playing. So there is a lot of that playful player yes. mentality on the sidelines with this team. No question. By the way, Georgia had the wrong SEC school. And by the way, you cannot say to somebody from Georgia oh. that the guy went to Auburn. Ooh, that'd be a fight. You talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. But DeAndre Swift, who was referring yeah, to Swift. Yeah. But you get Jamison Williams in the first round. You get Hutchison. You got two two big time players you drafted there. Now remember, Jamison's got the knee injury. That's a little bit of a concern coming mm-hmm. off the ACL. I got to tell you, and I wasn't a big fan of the quarterback scenarios, but I look back over the last twenty years, Dave. You need quarterbacks to win. Mahomes, Brady, Rodgers, Drew. Yeah, you don't Bruce. have a chance if you don't have a quarterback. You really, truly don't. You got to go back to that two thousand Ravens team and the Giants team in 07, where a defense can just flat out carry you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the problem in Detroit. Jared Goff is not a guy that's going to get you anywhere. Now, the the pundits will say, well, wait a minute. He got to a Super Bowl with Boy Genius, the original. Yeah. Sean McVay. And then they got, I don't know if Jared Goff got exposed or if McVay got exposed by Bill Belichick. Well, he's going to expose a lot of coaches. Yeah. Certainly young coaches in a game of tit and tat. What is Dan Campbell? Because I wonder if this is inflated a little bit. I, I look at the, the win total, six and a half. Juice to the over... Seven win team, minus dollar twenty five. Okay, so we understand why people are watching Hard Knocks. People love football in this country. It's yeah. it's, I mean, it's just it's the national pastime. So when people watch this stuff, they go, oh, "I'm gonna bet the Lions." Look at that. Is the number now inflated? Is there a Hard Knocks bump, if you will, because of what people watch each and every week leading up to the regular season? Sure, sure feels like it. And I'll tell you right now, Dave. Um, to me. I, what I saw out of the Lions in the preseason yesterday, by the way, I, I am such a huge Marcus Mariota fan. I know he's not a wow. great player. I, I just love the kid. I, I, I Look, I, I'm in the tank form as well. I interviewed him in Baltimore when he won the Johnny Unice Award, yeah. and I had to sit down with him. And he's this classic kid. He's, oh. not, he's not a kid anymore. Yeah, I know. He's an we, adult. But when I talked to him, he was a kid. Yeah, exactly. And he, he, was as, like, he was so easy to root for. I got to think that that translates. We talk about this all the time. Like, again, you can go back, you know, when I was in D.C. and they had Jeff George and they had Brad Johnson. Well, they ended up cutting Jeff George. Not because Jeff George was so talented. Oh. But nobody liked him. Nobody liked him in the locker room. And this stuff translates to wins and losses in the NFL. 
can you rally around a guy? I don't know if Jared Goff is that guy in Detroit, as we're talking about with the Lions. Mariota might be that guy with the ATL. You know, he comes in, he just gives an honest effort. And you know what I love is when, I just wish he can get some of the consistent accuracy going. But when that play breaks down, boy, Marcus is fun to watch with that speed. He could be up for comeback player of the year. The biggest liability by BetMGM is Christian McCaffrey. But look, Mariota's going to get opportunities to win that award, by the way, because he's starting quarterback. Yeah, if they won seven games in Atlanta, and, yeah. oh, man, that, that, is, that would be a huge ask. Who's the favorite here, though? Um, for the, comeback player of the year? Yeah, yeah. Christian McCaffrey. That's right, McCaffrey. Okay, and that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yes, and exactly. I can understand that. Uh, you know, if you really think McCaffrey can be back to what he was in the Stanford days, can he stay healthy? You, know, you can't make the club from the tub. You know, you, you got to be available. <laughs> I've right? never heard that line before. I love that line. That's a great line. So he, we know he's going to make the club, but can he really help the club? That's the problem here with McCaffrey in the last couple of years. So you can understand why. Look at the rushing prop for TDs, eight and a half. Remember, they're going to use, I like the rushing and receiving prop because it, it looks like it's going to be Baker Mayfield. Well, that's a big number. Can you get to 1,600 yards? If he plays 17 games, he'll get there easily. But do you really trust a guy that's been oft injured? That, that's the problem. But I'll tell you what, he is elite. Oh, man, he is. He, he is absolutely elite. Should have won the Heisman. Um, you know, I think he finished second. But he, I didn't know he was going to be this good in the league. And, and I get your point on the overprop because he can do it out of the backfield. Man. I mean, he, can, he can do it all. One other award I want to get to very quickly. I'm biased because you said you wouldn't give me a vote for Coach of the Year because I just plug it from Mike McCarthy. The biggest liability for BetMGM for Defensive Player of the Year is Micah Parsons. And I got to tell you, that makes perfect sense. By the way, he's nine to one. Stop it. He's nine to one. But Amal, we might the last player to win MVP of the league defensively. Lawrence Taylor, nineteen eighty-six. You know your when, stuff. When it was Joe Joe Montana and Danny Marino in the NFL. People will tell John you now that a defensive player simply can't win that award because they'll just give you Player of the Year for defense, but they won't give it for the league. I'm telling you, this kid is as good a prospect in year two as I've seen since LT. He is, he is a matchup nightmare. He can play hand down the dirt. He can stand him up. He can get back and pass coverage like the great LT could do. And he's going to get after that damn quarterback. He's going to be a quarterback killer like the great Deacon Jones used to say. I'm telling you, I'm as high on this kid as a defensive player. At 9-1, to one, it's a steal. So a buddy of mine, who, a close friend of mine who still covers the Cowboys, said to me, he goes, Mike is by far and away, he goes, he's far better than you're giving him credit for. Fine. But I'm going to give you the Bill Belichick response in your statement saying he's the best player you've seen since LT in his second year. This is Lawrence Taylor we're talking about, right? I am not. Compa- I'm not. This, Lawrence this Taylor is still Lawrence the Taylor. Go. Lawrence Taylor is in rarefied air. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, and I hate to say this because I hate replacing certain players on the mantle. Never going to happen in basketball for me unless somebody comes along and is better than MJ, but haven't seen anybody close. Um, but I'll tell you, 99 in Los he's Angeles. He's great. This guy. That's a, he's a great player. Uh, that's a different kind of cat now. I'm just telling you, watch 11. Just watch 11 this year down there. And down. I say, when you watch the Cowboys play, you watch America's team, watch 11. Just find your eyes before pre-snap, 9-1. to one. I, I watch Canada's team, the Buffalo Bills, okay? When we come back, let's take a look at your college football list, your A-listers that you have, and possibly some value that you see and some teams that might be overvalued. Come on back. It is Betting Across America with Marshall Dave Ross right here on VCN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. 
Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside them all, Shaw, Dave Ross here. This is Betting Across America. We're rolling on right now. It's getting tight for the first half backers of the Colts because it's 7-3. Right now, Bill's in the lead. 233, but Colts are driving right now. Yeah, well, driving doesn't mean anything in this game. At least Elliott's lucky they're going for it on fourth down and eight here from the Buffalo 38-yard line. This could be the first half on the oh, line. They're going to get he it. Got, he might, we got oh, he might house it here and we down go, to the 15. There we go. Got but, a shot here. Dave, I don't know if you saw there were back-to-back picks in this game. No, I did not see that. So, uh, after the turnover, the pick six, Foles throws a pick, and Buffalo returns it to about the, I don't know, 17 uh 15-yard line, somewhere in that range. Next play, pick from Buffalo, and that saved the bacon for everybody on the Colts here. So uh, I don't know if Elliot can chime in here. Uh, What was the number he had on the first half? Would you have to lay one or a half? He had to lay one. He laid one. So, So again, we're at the two-minute warning. So for everybody who's got that play, we'll keep you updated once they come back. uh, Seven to three right now, but the Colts knocking on the proverbial door. Let's get to your A-listers because mm-hmm. there's a couple teams you have some undervalued and some overvalued teams here that you see in college football. Yep. What do we got? How many more Saturdays? Two? Uh, before we start? Yeah. Two, yeah. three? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Two, three times. I mean, it's we're getting close here. People. I didn't realize we were that close. Oh, we're close, man. <laughs> we're really close. I, I've stopped keeping track now days over the years because it's depressing to wait that many more days. Not, not much longer. Yeah, the exactly. wait is almost over. Let's start off with your undervalued teams. Mm-hmm. And the one that I really want, we're going to break down all of them here. Um, I, I'm surprised by one of them, and it's Utah, because I value them a lot. I think they're, they're going to be a player there, certainly, uh, in the Pac-12. You have Houston, UCLA, Michigan, and Air Force. Before we get to Utah, let me start off with the fighting Harbs. You know I got an affinity for, for Jim Harbaugh. I thought he did a tremendous job, obviously, last year. Michigan wins the Big Ten. They go all the way to the college national semifinal where they get thumped by Georgia. Why do you think that they're undervalued? Because I'm with you that I think people are fading Harbs just going, well, he can't do it two years in a row. Well, you know, if Elliot can throw up the season win total graphic here on the Michigan Wolverines, when you look at the schedule for the non-conference, let's start with that. Colorado State comes in, Hawaii, uh, UConn, and, and then uh, they've got, um, I'm trying to think, they play nine games in the Big Ten, so three non-conference so games. So three, those three are three wins. Terrapins come to Ann Arbor, victory 4 no. Now, this is always a tough game. Kinnick Stadium on the road at uh, Hawkeye. 
I mean, I'm sorry, Carver Hawkeyes is basketball. That, is that a I night game? It. It's a night game. Look out. I, I can tell you right now, I have a friend of mine and I, we always say 3.30 Iowa City. You don't want that 2.30 start time. It starts getting dark in October. Uh-huh. This is in September. It's always tough there. Seeing so many team seasons get ruined in Iowa City. Um, that's a game they can win. I don't know if they do because I think Iowa's going to be outstanding defensively. It's going to be an absolute uh, just, you know, slugfest between those two teams. At Indiana, Penn State comes to Ann Arbor. I think they're going to beat Penn State. Mm. Michigan State in Ann Arbor off of a bye. I think they win that one. What a perfect scenario. Penn State home, get a win, get a bye week, go on, take on Michigan State. At Rutgers, Nebraska comes to Ann Arbor. Should be able to win that game. Then you go to Illinois, and then the showdown in Columbus. I think they lose the game in Columbus. But that's an over. It's an over. Dave, here's here's how I look at the season schedule. They're going to lose to Ohio State. They've got to win one or two, one of the two games between Iowa, excuse me, Iowa and Penn State. I'm with. I love this football team again. The personality of the football team—it's defense first, right? Yeah. And so, like, I can give you the score of the Rutgers game right now. It's going to be like twenty-six to seven. I mean, I don't know if that's going to be enough to cover it. We'll find out what the number is when they get there. But it's going to be low-scoring. Like those are—you're going to see a lot of those type games where the defense just dominates for the Wolverines, and they don't need a ton of offense yeah. to get a lot of these wins. They're going to need it against Ohio State, which might have on paper. One of the best offenses that we've seen in the last decade. Ohio State could be that potent. So it's going to be tough to run that back. Utah. Let's get to the Utes. Because I know everybody's high on SC. And I, I, I'm intrigued to see what Lincoln Riley can do in year one. But I know what Utah's going to do. I mean, I know it. And again, that Ohio State game that they had last year was one of the better college bowl games you're going to see from an entertainment standpoint. And they, at the end, just ran out of a little bit of steam. But what a what a game that was, right? I don't expect them to put up that kind of points each and every week. And I expect their defense against a, a prolific offense in Ohio State. Utah's going to play defense. They're going to be physical. And they're going to be efficient on offense. Why, in your minds, do you think that they're being underestimated? Lots of things to address with your statement. First of all, I did not think it was an entertaining game. I thought it was a very stressful game watching <laughs> the Buckeyes. But no, in all seriousness, <laughs> I agree with you. And I, I think it's it's a disgrace that Utah doesn't get enough credit. Look, it took an incredible out-of-this-world performance from Stroud and Jackson Smith and Jigba to win. And that's why, had Utah won the game, Dave, the perception of them coming into the season is different. You mentioned the Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions yep. effect from Hard Knock. Similar situation. I love Kyle Whittingham. Look. I get Saban's the goat of coaches, and you know you look at uh, guys like Urban and Dabo that have won national titles. But to me, there are great coaches in college football, like uh, Kyle Whittingham. Rocky Long used to be at New Mexico and yeah. San Diego State. You don't necessarily win national titles. You may not have the ability to recruit at that level because of where your program is located. This team, physical offensively, physical defensively, they're going to run the football. Cam Rising came in second half of that game against San Diego State last year, midseason, gets them into overtime. They lose the game. Team turned things around. Tremendous positive momentum. I thought... Kyle Whittingham, if you saw the Pac-12 championship game here in Las Vegas, sent a message early in the first quarter against Oregon, fourth down and three at their own 42-yard line. said, dude, we're going for it. We're mm-hmm. running the ball. Try and stop us. You can't stop us. As Indianapolis goes in, in the end zone, Elliott should be able to oh, get the win here. There you go. 142 to go now. It's 9-7 to seven PAT penny. Boy, this would be a great cover if you can hold on in the first Absolutely. half. Absolutely. You've got to prevent them from getting about 40 yards. Um, and then I look at this team, Dave. Nine wins. They're going to win the opener at Florida. Mm. Florida has not been the same since Mac Wilson uh, threw the shoe. And to me, I think Utah is underrated. I think they've got a chance that they beat the Gators. And then the Trojans, October 15th, at Rice-Eccles in Salt Lake. I like the USC to win that game. They got back-to-back the L.A. schools. If they can navigate those two, I think they'll take care of business and they have a chance to beat Oregon. Look, this is a dark horse team for me to make the playoffs. I think they're underrated. I think they get over their season win total of nine. Again, four games, got to win one of the four. Wow. Got to win at Florida, got to win at UCLA or USC and at Oregon. If you can win one of those games, the others, they're winning. Fascinating breakdown. Very quickly, uh, I want to get to the fight in Chip Kelly's UCLA. You think there's some value there that they might be a little bit undervalued? Same scenario that I just gave with Utah. UCLA comes down to four games. Comes out to the Crosstown rivalry against USC. Comes down to the game against Arizona State. Comes down to the game against Utah. Mm. And uh, one other game on the schedule I think is Oregon. If they can win one of those four games, they're getting to nine wins. Yeah, they got to go to Eugene on the 22nd of October. They're going to destroy Bowling Green, Alabama State, and South Alabama. Holy cow. Give Martin Germain credit to UCLA AD for scheduling this cupcake city. Jim Beheim would be proud. They should be 4-0. They should win at Colorado. They will win at Colorado. They'll beat Washington at home. Wow, that could be 5-0 for the fight in Chip Kelly's. Overall, give me a grade on Chip Kelly and the job he's done so far at, at – uh, 
at uh, West, West, West C minus. And C- the reason why I say that probably a D, but because look, he's a great coach. When you look at his record at Oregon, he was 46 and seven in four years. C minus. Yeah. This guy's offenses were elite. I still think they're great, but the problem is they haven't recruited as well. He doesn't like recruiting. And you want to be successful in college football, you got to be a relentless recruiter. You got to be like Ed Orgeron. You ever see that 60 minutes piece? Yeah. Trying to sell the kids constantly. I think this Bruins team, nine wins, well within the cards. And I think the season win totals at eight and a half, I'd go over. Got a couple minutes to go. Let's get to your overvalued teams. You mentioned Florida and the Gators, and you're mm-hmm. going to stay in the Sunshine State for another one. And that's with the Seminoles. I'm going to have to tell my buddy Brian McFadden you said that. And then Starkville, Mississippi State. Uh, give me a, a quick synopsis on why you think these teams might be a little bit overvalued. Let, let's start with Mississippi State, who I think is the most overvalued. Look, uh, Will Rogers and company, just not that good. Mike Leach, Mike, you, you talked about with uh, the Chargers head coach making some bad decisions at times. Mike Leach, same thing. Mm. And for me, I think the schedule on the back end of the season for Mississippi State is going to be really tough. The Gators, I mentioned a minute ago, not the same team since uh, Wilson threw that shoe in the game against LSU, cost them that game. Anthony Richardson's an unbelievable talent, yeah. and this guy should be a Heisman contender, but because I don't think the Gators are going to be good enough that he's going to get the affinity and the love he needs to be able to win a Heisman trophy, but a tremendous talent. Um, still some question marks. Let's see what Billy Napier can do at a different level compared to what he was at Louisiana Lafayette and the Raging Cajun. Uh, and then Florida State, uh, uh, you know, look, choke at the doke. I mean, this team is just <laughs> not that good anymore. Mike Norvell in a critical year here, some uncertainty. I mean, Florida State's had games against Jacksonville State that are dogfights. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is not the same Seminoles program when they had what I consider the greatest run in the history of college football, 1987 to 99 top four finishes. I mean, it was unbelievable. So, and I wonder, like, I always think that sometimes Blue Bloods, college football is just better when the Blue Bloods are better. Are these Florida, Florida State, are they no longer, I mean, they're not elite programs right now. They're not elite right now, but I still think Florida and it's funny, I just had this conversation with a UF undergrad and UF law school graduate about, I think Florida's the second best job in the country, or wow. third. Second or third, if everything's going, like if you've got an urban there. It's fascinating. We'll see how that plays out as well. I know it's sweat time for uh, Colts backers here. They've got a, a three-point lead here. The Bills have it here. About a minute to go. We'll give you an update there. See if there's any plays that you like in Major League Baseball, and I'll keep my eye on the UFC when we come back as well. Come on back. Going to wrap it up here on Betting Across America on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The college football guide is out now, and the NFL guide is coming out in just a couple weeks. So start your football season off on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, divisional finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guide is to become a VEASAN all-access subscriber. So sign up early for a discount at $175. You're going to receive the college and pro football betting guides along with full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl. Or join us for just $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to offer to help up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Dave Ross back alongside Amal Shaw here as we roll on betting across America. And I looked up at uh, UFC San Diego. Yeah. Cub Swanson just tweeted. Love talking to Cub. San Diego crowd is loud. They are loving what they've seen. Gabriel Benitez just got a stoppage in the first round. Every fight again, two weeks in a row, so far, a perfect three for three here on this card. So we are not going to those judges' decisions. And I know that makes the boss man, Dana White, very, very happy. You don't have to leave it in the hands of the judges. Now, the Colts and the Bills. Colts got the ball back. Yeah. Three and out. Punted. 23 seconds to go here. One timeout. So the Bills are going to try to to get in field goal range. Boy, oh boy. They're at their own 25. Yeah, but here's the problem, Dave. Matt Ariza, who was an absolute beast at San Diego State, has got a cannon of a leg. And oh, no. I told you this. I said this before we, they came back. I said, they get to the 50, they're going to take a shot with Ariza. Well, they're at the 40. Yeah, and they're the timeout remaining. Now. So they got 17 seconds. So the whole field is available now uh, with that timeout in tow. And it looks like it's going to be a good catch. So we're, we're really rooting for Wes Reynolds and, and our producer, Elliot Bowman, here, because they're both in the Colts' first half, and they're laying a point. Yeah. So do the math. If the kicker comes out and kicks a 67-yard. That's not what we're looking forward to here on preseason football. 
fake football. But we'll find out how it plays out here in the final ticks Oof. about 12 seconds ago. There was a hold on the right and they tackle. They didn't call it. No, that was, so I said hold to describe it for you. In most places, they would call that a mugging. Again, it's preseason for the officials as well. Yeah, exactly I right. like to let them play. That was a blatant hold yeah, at the top of the screen. Because it prevented the guy from getting the quarterback. But I tend to agree with you. Uh, you you got to let him play in certain scenarios, but that one was one that should have been called. Got to call it. Didn't call it. I think Sean McDermott is asking for the same. Well, no, Sean McDermott's like, thank you for not calling it. Uh, let's get to some divisional odds here on, on certain uh, teams. And we'll start off with the Buffalo Bills since we're watching them in action right now. Again, Josh Allen did not play in this preseason game here in the first half. He's not going to play today. The Bills, we can understand why they are decided favorite to win the AFC East. you got to lay over $2, $2.25 right now if they're going to get that done. To win the AFC, you can get them at plus 3-1. to one. To win the Super Bowl, shortest number in the books, 6-1. to one. Okay? Now, you go, well, they're the best team in football on paper. Have you looked at the AFC? It is running a gauntlet. So at 3-1, to one, to me, there's just not enough value there to win the conference at plus $3. I agree on paper, they look like the best football team. But what separates the Bills from the Chargers, the Chiefs? The Ra- Just pick the AFC West, right? Are there numbers there that you find any value in them all? Or is it kind of like, at this point, as the shortest favorite on the board, there's not a whole lot of value? Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I think what helps Buffalo is their division. When you look at the other divisions, there's somebody com- more competitive to get to the, to the uh, winner's circle of the division than Buffalo has. When you look at Buffalo, they're the most clear-cut team in the AFC to win their division. The other three divisions are all competitive. You could have Tennessee or Houston. AFC North, you can go with uh, Baltimore, Cleveland, or um, uh, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And then in the West, I'm going to say all four teams. Now, everybody comes on and says Raiders this, Raiders that. They do realize they have the best receiver in the NFL. They've got, arguably, in my opinion, one of the best slot receivers in Renfro. Waller's a tremendous tight end. Mm. And then you add in Chandler Jones to go with Crosby. I'm with you. The Raiders are a team that certainly has the potential there to be a shocker and potentially win the West, if not uh, get out of there and win a playoff game this year. They did get the playoffs before losing last year. Buffalo, of course, had the heartbreak loss to Kansas City that they're going to be talking about forever. I wonder, Brian Dable's not there. Again, I don't take anything away from what we're watching right now with the Colts. The win total, 11.5, it's juiced again, minus $1.30. Is this a lock 12-win team? Because, look, the Jets look still down. Zach Wilson's going to be out 2-4, to four, right? The Dolphins will find out how Tua, Tyreek, the Cheetah, how that pairing works there. I don't know how much you want to make on betting against Bill Belichick. It's normally not a wise bet. But it does look like you can probably lock them up if they're injury-free at the quarterback position for five out of six wins in the AFC East. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. And I think uh, when you look at it, uh, this team, uh, as we go to the break... Zeros. And, we're, yes. at, we're at halftime. We have offense... Congratulations, Wes Reynolds. Yeah. Matt Bowman, you're going to win that bet. It is official 10 to 7. Colts lead it to half. Let's talk about the Colts in the AFC South. Mm-hmm. Because Tennessee Titans, of course, won that division a year ago. They were the one seed in the playoffs. Didn't work out very well for them in the first round. They lose to the Bengals. 12 to 1 for the Colts now with Matty Ice behind center. Right. We all believe that to be a, an upgrade over Carson Wentz. Yeah. I don't know how much of an upgrade it is over Phillip Rivers who had a pretty good run in his one year there in Indianapolis. So minus 120 to win the division, 25 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. The total is 10.5. Feels high to me, and that's why you're going to get plus value right now at plus $1.15. Any of those numbers that intrigue you from a Colts perspective? Uh, just to, to make the playoffs, but it's a high price at minus 190. I think they win the AFC South, and 120 is probably the better bet. Um, but to me, I don't like them to win the AFC or to win the Super Bowl. I'm just not sold on Matt Ryan, and I'm also not convinced that if Jonathan Taylor doesn't have a ton of help from the quarterback game, that they're going to be as successful as people are hoping or thinking they're going to be. Is there any other challenger besides Tennessee in this division? No, no, not at all. This so is It's a two-horse race. Yeah, if you're going to go from easiest division to rank them one, two, three, and four in the AFC, I think it works out so well. Buffalo, one team. AFC uh, South, two teams. AFC North, three teams. AFC West, four teams. And I think you're being generous by putting the Titans in as two teams because, look, you see the win total. There's a Look at the difference between the Colts at 10.5 and the Titans at 8.5. The betting market is telling you, we believe, we being the betting market, head and shoulders, the Colts are better than the Titans, even though the Titans were the one seed a year ago. Still got a wide receiver playing quarterback. You're hoping the king, Derrick Henry, is back to being the king, right? And those are big asks. You got to ask those things. But... I understand why the Colts look like the best team on paper, 
It could be a one-horse race as long as they don't have any, any major injuries. I don't mean to put this on you, but you brought it up, so I'm going to put it on you here. Defend why everybody's anti-Tennessee, and here's my argument. I, 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 nobody crucifies Tannehill more than I do. Yeah. I always say you couldn't beat out Gerard Johnson and A&M, and you draft a wide receiver in Miami. Uh, my point is the 18-wheeler's coming back, mm-hmm. and when he's healthy, he's the best running back in football, Jonathan Taylor notwithstanding right now. But I look at Vrabel. I think Vrabel. Oh, he's great. He's a great coach. Yes. He re- you know, we talk about the fundamentals of Belichick and Harbaugh. This guy knows it all. And let me tell you, he's had way more success as a player than neither of these two guys could even imagine in their life, right? So And learned it under Belichick. Yeah, he did. But but Vrabel, he understands things. He brings a toughness. He's, he's just got a dynamic to him. I love Vrabel. I, I do, too. I'm with him. I, I would have voted for him for coach of the year last year. The reason why I'm down on them a little bit this year is you know, Tanny is the, the issue at quarterback for I me, right? You if you can go back to it's the same formula. It's yeah. not going to change. And it looks like they've taken a serious downgrade. It, it, Traylon Burks, the report's out of camp. Yeah, This first-round pick out of Arkansas right now is not looking like the replacement they thought he'd be for plug-and-play. That's why you made the, the draft day trade. So I just look at the weapons outside of Derrick Henry, and I go, what does Tannehill really have to work with offensively on this, with skill sets outside of the tight end position? So – that's why I have concerns about them. How far can that defense carry them? they got to get a lot of turnovers in order for this for that team to have the same success. But again, Vrabel is the X factor. And we, we give Belichick all the credit in the yeah. world for piecemealing things together. Vrabel, I think you can start saying the same things about him. Green Bay and the NFC. I'm concerned about the wide receiving core, although in the fake football season it's looked pretty good so far. We'll find out how the second-round pick looks. Uh, Christian Watkins, uh, how he's going to look. He did not play last night. I understand why they're a $1.65 favorite to win this division, but I think they have challengers. Not the Bears, by the way. I think the Lions are better, and I know the Vikings are better. So I don't know if I want to lay that number, $1.70 at BetMGM. Well, we're being a little bit liberal with the term challengers here, huh, Dave? You don't think the Vikings are in play as a challenger? I didn't say Detroit's not. I said there's a challenger, not challengers. challengers. Exactly. Okay. So maybe Do you the think singular. You, you really believe Detroit with Jared Goff is going to beat this team? I'm not a big Goff guy. Never have been. Yeah, neither was I. But if he can limit the turnovers, that's a big if. It's a big if from Jared Goff. Here's the problem without Jamison Williams, and this is why they need a new quarterback. Jamison Williams, what he did so well at Alabama was take the deep play and just put so much pressure on your defense with his speed. And Goff can't throw that ball. And to me, the captain check down needs 16 plays to go 80 yards or 75 yards on a drive. That's yeah. the problem. I, I just don't believe it. I, I'm agreeing with you that Green Bay probably is not as good as they've been. Um, I think Minnesota is a legitimate challenger. But I don't believe it, it's for me. It's Minnesota. Excuse me, Green Bay, Minnesota, Detroit, and Chicago. And there's demarcation lines in each. Very well said. Love the word choice. Yeah, you're right, and that's true. I, Detroit will be better. Are they ready to challenge for the division? Probably not. Uh, but very quickly, we'll talk a little bit more about a team down south with the Buccaneers and whether or not we like their prospects or not. Come on back. We'll wrap up betting across America here on Veasan, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. 
Visit slack.com to get started. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. If you're trying to make a wager at BetMGM, you're going to earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Plan a trip to Vegas? Come on out. Convert those BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resort properties located in the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. This is Betting Across America. Brady Cannon is going to take it over at the top of the hour. Uh, you've been watching some baseball very closely. What, what are you getting into over there? Uh, first of all, that's why you're a pro. I said to Dave, can you stretch this out until the inning ends in Toronto? He did that so, so well. Two to one. Get the strikeout right there by Romano. They walk it off. And, I mean, Dave was giving a little bit extended there. Trying oh, to stretch awesome. it out for you. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, buddy. You Appreciate it. it. Two to one Jays right now. I mentioned in the UFC, uh, the first three fights on this card have all been uh, finishes, so that's 14 straight fights dating that back to last year. I'm not a UFC historian. It has to be a record with that many finishes and none of those fights going to the cards. It could happen here with Nunez and Cynthia Calvillo. They are in the first round right now in fight number four. So I got a quick question before we get back to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, you know, when you get in boxing and you and I are big, big, mm-hmm. big boxing guys, when you're in the lighter weights, you generally go the distance in fights. You see over-unders 10.5, yes. even 11.5. In UFC, MMA... What is generally, is there a rule of thumb or is it just kind of individual matchup or is it maybe a weight classification where you'd say, hey, we're going the distance or it's going to stay under that? It's a great question. And there are some similarities to boxing. Certainly when you get the bigger divisions, obviously the heavyweight division, the light heavyweight division, which is 205 pounds. And then you get down 20 pounds down to the middleweight division there at 185, 170. The divisions start to switch a little bit. They go up by 15 pounds. In the lower weight classes, you go 125, 135, 145, 155, then the jump to 170, 185, 20-pound jump to 205, and then everything past that is heavyweight. So a lot of people go, why isn't there a 165 instead of a 170? That's been a, a, a talking point in the UFC for a long time. You normally do get more finishes with the heavier weight classes, but you are seeing more and more 155-pounders, 145-pounders. They're so good at either getting chokes you can get the fight down to the ground and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. That's why I love MMA, the mental and human chess aspect of it, that you can get finishes different ways, other, unlike in just boxing with the hands. Sometimes you can get it with the feet, with head kicks, and certainly you get it when you get down to the ground when people look for chokes and submission techniques. It is so many different styles in MMA that can lead to finishes unlike in boxing. i got another question for you to follow up on that. You mentioned some of the different styles in which people get taken down. What percentage of fighters at the elite level here that we see are have a background in uh, BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, or would you say other styles of martial art? Like, give me the balance of yeah. it. Is it BJJ primarily, or is it, okay, you might be uh, 
you know, Kajakempo, depending on what your background in karate may, may be. That's what I'm saying. Most Brazilian fighters, obviously, are going to have sure. that, that BJJ background. Right. Most American fighters, and again, we're just generalizing here. Sure. We're talking about more wrestlers. Got right. It. Okay. So, Got it. And wrestling can be the kryptonite to the BJJ practitioners I out see. there. Right. So that's why the styles do make fights. Right. And so, yes, sometimes you're going to get two predominant strikers. And when you get that, it's very boxing similar where who's going to lead who's going to lead the dance and who's going to counter those sort of things. But when you really do talk about wrestlers versus BJJ guys, it can stall out. And a, a criticism a lot in the UFC in the early days were, well, the wrestlers are boring, right? Because it's not going to be maybe stylistically pleasing and aesthetically pleasing to the eye. But you are going to see nationalities in the different styles of fights that traditionally you get with the American fighters, it's normally wrestling and boxing. Yeah. And with the European fighters, and certainly when you get the Russian fighters in here, Boy, you're getting a lot of different styles now with Sambo wrestling, some of these different techniques that are being used in different parts of the world. That's why it's so fascinating to me, because depending on where you come from in the world, sure. that is normally the, the style of fighting that you prefer. But certainly the Brazilians have cornered the market on BJJ, and it is one of the most fascinating techniques that, by the way, I would have no idea what to do if a BJJ practitioner took me down on the mat, because I know they're looking for different things that I might not know how to defend. I love your answer there because I was always curious in terms of, you know, there's so many different styles and what's the predominant uh, overriding style. And that is, again, normally traditionally with the Americans, you're going to get the boxing wrestling mix. Yeah. And certainly with the, with the BJJ guys, uh, they're going to be more looking for those finishes in, in that style. Uh, let's do some updates very quickly here. I know, are there any games in baseball tonight, Amal? Uh, we haven't really talked about the, the MLB card other than the in-game action that you might have a lean towards tonight. Yeah, you know, I, I tell you, to me, I have not really touched anything, excuse me, but as long as they're going to continue to make the Dodgers around minus 150 or 160 on the run line, they've won 11 games in a row. They've covered the run line in all 11 games. I mean, this team just continues to roll on. But the game that I would pay attention to, depending on the total, and I'm telling you right now, if it's 6.5, I wouldn't take it. But if it's 7, Nola and DeGrom. Yeah, between uh, the Phillies and the Mets, I know you'll be paying attention to your mm -hmm. Metropolitans. By the way, I just want to call out Josh Towers. I told you the Mets are winning that division. Woo! Where do the Atlanta Braves go, by the way? Oh, bye-bye. Yeah, exactly. It looks like that division's all but put to rest with, with what the Metropolitans have done the last couple weeks there. Uh, you know, I, I look at it now, and this really makes me nervous as a Met backer. I've never been more confident in this team because it's not a two-headed monster. Chris Bassett's been great as the number three. I'm looking big picture, right? So... I want to hop in. There's no reason. You know how this works. Good pitching beats good hitting in the postseason. It just does, historically. So the Dodgers look like the team, if it gets to East Coast, West Coast matchup for the NLCS, if that collision course happens, as a Metropolitan backer, I can't feel any better about 1-2-3. So Mike and I talked about this the other day on Odds On, and we were kind of talking about the software as well. I think there's five teams that are viable for the World Series. Dodgers, Mets, Braves, American League Astros, and uh, Yankees. And if I were to Boy, put two, but the Yankees, are you still as confident? Not as good. No, but I thought Houston's going to win. I have Houston at two to one to win the American League. But here, here's the thing, Dave. To me, there's two factors involved. I think Seattle and San Diego both can be potential wild cards. I like the uh, Mariners pitching. San Diego's got some talent there. I think they can still with Musgrove and Darvish potentially be dangerous. Where I give the Mets the edge is this. When you look at all the pitchers, if we take the top 10 pitchers in baseball of those five teams I mentioned, Braves, Dodgers, Mets, Astros, and Yankees, my number one and two pitcher on those lists are from the New York Mets. Mm -hmm. And as good as Ver Verlander's been and Framber Valdez has been, I've got Verlander three. I probably have Framber at four on that list. I am going with DeGrom and Max. Max last night, they don't win the game, gives a one-earned run. That's fantastic. I mean... Mad Max is unbelievable. He really is. How he and Verlander are doing it at their respective ages is remarkable. It's not that we haven't seen this before, people, because if you ever watch a guy named Nolan Ryan, I mean, he was still getting it done. Felt like no one never had to retire if he didn't want to. I mean, these guys have those repeatable deliveries. Like the, these power pitchers like Schurz and Verlander are in the Nolan Ryan realm. Even Roger Clemens, and we know he was doing some other things as well. But those guys with repeatable deliveries – can pitch for a long time and still be effective late into the 30s. Look, I'm not trying to say anything negative about Verlander because he's a Hall of Famer and he's a great pitcher, but the one thing where I like Max more than I like Verlander is this. Verlander's a big guy. Yeah. He's 6'5", uh, huge thighs, right? Really gets good power. Max has got some big legs as well, but Max just competes. 
competes. He I mean, fights. he competes. Like today, tennis. Simona Halep comes back against Jessica Pagula, whose family owns the Buffalo yes. Bills. Beats her, and Britton sends me a text because he had Halep today. He goes, he goes, he goes, Amal, this girl just competes. This woman just flat out competes. And I love people like that. It always gives you an opportunity when you're willing, no matter what the score is, to get out there and compete. Okay, very quickly, you saw those numbers, and boy, the, uh, McClanahan, boy, he was the favorite like a month ago, and now he's an almost 7-1 to one dog here. It looks like Verlander's going to win this award. Dylan oh. Cease for the White Sox backers. Is he getting shorted a little bit in this? Because some people 100%. Like, he's just the best pitcher in the American League. Well, Mike and I talked about it at 11 to 1. I said Dylan C should be way higher. And he's, Dave, he's going like 14 or 15 straight starts now, one run or zero runs. I mean, he is unbelievable. Uh, Verlander gave up three in his last start. I don't understand why JV's the favorite yet. I think if Cease continues the way he does, he wins this thing. It's a, it's going to be a fascinating race there. It is amazing, too, who's not 30 to 1 Shohei. I mean, remember the conversations we were having across the network? Is he going to win Cy Young? Is he going to win MVP? Is he going to win either? I went well, back, not going to win the Cy Young. I went back and looked up the 87 Cubs because Dawson was the last yep. MVP in last place. And I know the Angels aren't in last place, but their record is still going to be oh, worse than the 87 Cubs. So to me, I don't know how you could give it to a guy when who's performing in games that have no meaning. You know, there's a huge difference in playing in games where there's pressure, no pressure. Everybody makes free throws in the gym when it's empty. Can you make them when it's 20,000 and game seven's on the line? It is amazing how that conversation is, has switched in the last couple of years with Shohei Otani, who I thought was not a lock to win one or the other, but... He was right up there in the Cy Young yeah. odds as well, and now he's drifted down there to 30-1. to 1. Uh, That was a lot of fun for the last three hours. I want to thank Elliot Bowman, uh, our producer back there behind the glass, does a great job as always. I want to thank Connor Allen for joining the program, Mike Peranio for joining it as well. Amal, always a good time, my friend, for the last three hours. Absolutely right. Enjoyed it. Happy Saturday. Let's just, let's Brady, just say thank Brady. you to all our service members instead of happy Saturday. <laughs> Good stuff. Brady Cannon coming at you right here at the top of the hour. Thanks for watching Visa and the Sports Betting Network. <laughs> at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.